Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Hi, I'm Conchita's Airbnb host, Danny Beard. And I'm fish fanatic, Billy Andrew. <laughs> and this week on the Gossip Gaze podcast. Danny's thrown a house party for a Eurovision royalty. Billy's gagging on dried fish from Iceland. And we find out what items are being used for Pass. recreational fun abroad. Mmm. Recreation. Recreation. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Gossip Gaze podcast with me, Danny Beard. And me, DJ Billy Andrew. This podcast is two queers in your ears, Mm -hmm. talking all things from our community, having a good time while we eat shit, chat shit, and just generally, sometimes we are shit actually. Sometimes the the episodes are shit. Yeah, (laughs) but you still listen, that's the point. (laughs) Are we shit? No, we We might be shit today because we're on like the Manchester Pride come down. I'm on... Like, the back end of me coming down now. I feel like I'm coming back up. I mean, I did just take a pill before I came here. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. It was a paracetamol. I had a headache this morning. Right. I was fucking shattered, girl. Um, but how, <laughs> how was your pride? I'm, I'm in this... I for, this is my week off. <laughs> what, this week now? Well, I say week off. I'm doing two days of this, but it's my week off. Yeah. I'm, this is my week not getting in drag. We come straight off the back of... Well, I flew to Iceland, didn't I? Yes. Which, by the way, today's snack of the week is amazing. You're welcome. <gasps> Fab. I'm so excited for that. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, so I flew to Iceland. We did Iceland. And then I did, like, four countries in 24 hours. So you did And Ireland. then did Edinburgh Fringe. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh and then you, you've done a and drag fest in between that and a London... Three of them. Three drag fests. By the way, everybody, we're in a brand new studio. Yeah, we're so in a new studio. And it's a lot comfier. The chairs were a bit hetty. These would go in hetty hell. These chairs, them yeah. clam chairs. I There was a point when I liked a clam chair. And then the hetty's got and onto it. And then B&M it. got onto it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking B&M The retro vibes. What was I saying? So, yeah, I've, it's been chocker, chocker, chocker. 
finished at Manchester Pride, um, closing the stage on the Sunday, which was I was so nervous for. I you don't normally get nervous for kids anymore. I don't say like you. I do. You don't look it. No, correct. But I could feel the nerves backstage prior to your Manchester Pride one. Mm. Whereas normally I don't feel them from you. You you get in the zone. I was on after Natasha Bedingfield and Jake Shears and Lisa Scott Lee. Yeah, I mean. It was Lisa Scott Lee, Natasha Bangfield, Jake Shears, who I all, all of people who I love. I mean, I used to grow up watching Steps. And I, I went to all the Steps concerts and now as Lisa Scott Lee, I'm just warming them up for me nicely. Yeah, it's not <laughs> in it. Yeah, it, I shouldn't have really, I don't know, yeah. It's, it's I felt a, like I shouldn't have been there at that position in the night, but it was a very good gig. Well, no, I think actually you, you just won Drag Race this year. They've done the Danny Beard and Friends stage, I want to say, for four years, maybe yeah. five years now. Like, they do it every year, so surely, actually, that should be your spot. Regardless, you could have had Beyonce on prior to you, really. <laughs> After the year you've had, do you know what I mean? You, you'd have been headlining Beyonce. Right, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's move on with the no, show. I can I actually just jump in and say that we were in the pit for Danny, right? Yeah. And genuinely, the audience was most wild for Danny. Yeah. And it was, it was so crazy. It was so funny because me and Abby were in the pit and there was these two incredibly heterosexual girls just behind us and they were like, Yes! Slay! <laughs> they had Slay. the best time. Yeah. How funny. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's about, right? Oh yeah. But as you can tell, I'm like I partied up. Conchita came round to mine. Oh yeah, because you brought Conchita out as a special guest to perform of like course. a prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Which went off, did you think? I oh, think yeah. It went, off. it went off. Anyway, Conchita came back to mine for some Bev, so I've got pictures of her in my crown and scepter. Oh, fab. She was fab. She's lovely. And then she went home, and I was like, Cruise 101's still open. And we went to Cruise 101. Where are we baby? going then, yeah. baby? Cruise 101. I actually enjoyed Actually, it. she came back to Cruise 101 with us. Did she? Oh, God. I don't think we were in drunk. town, and she we was heading that way. We were drunk. Can I just say, do you know like you brought that special guest out? I did a radio interview solo by myself yeah. a couple of weeks ago. My first one, I was like dead excited for it. And I was going through it, going through it. And then they asked me a weird question because it was all about Manchester Pride. Yeah. And they already know that I was just like the hype person in between the acts. And they were like, oh, so do you have any special, um, special things planned? Have you got any special guests? And I just know from listening to you doing interviews, always just answer the fucking question the best you can. Mm. And I just didn't want to say, oh, no, that's such a shit answer. So I lied. I was like, oh, yeah, so there's things in the works. I might be having a guess. <laughs> cringing. This is fucking cringe. You didn't. Of course I fucking didn't. And then they were like, oh, go on, give us a clue, give us a clue, give us a clue. And I was like, I can't, I can't. It all might go tits up. I can't, I, I can't let you know. They went, oh, just give us a clue. I went, well, it might be another DJ, but that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So you lied in an interview. Yeah, of course I fucking did. To hype myself up. To hype myself up thinking and that. Who I'm... was the other DJ? I'll make Callum. David Guetta. <laughs> <laughs> I was flying in David Guetta from Ibiza. All right, darling. I actually saw David Guetta in Ibiza. How was he? Really good. And it was, I, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say, it was Hetty Hell. Yeah. We went to that club, what's it called? I can't say it. Hi Fi? Oisha. Are, you, are we? Are we sure? Oh, I barely know her. Oh, are you sure? <laughs> Don't know. Oh, sure. Oceana. Oh, sure. Oshwaya. Thank you. Oshwaya. We did VIP in Oshwaya. Yeah. Girl, I could have gone to Barbados. What I spent that night. 
Oh my god! I, I'm on beans on toast now. So I'm not. I'm not losing weight because of a Zempic anymore. I'm you know, losing yeah. weight from <laughs> It's but so it expensive. Was a really good night. Yeah, but mega expensive for like a vodka Red Bull. It's like fucking forty quid. Oh no, we were on the bottles, darling. The bottle of vodka we bought was one thousand five hundred. Sometimes it's cheaper to buy a bottle though than yeah, between a load pound bottle. <laughs> Yeah, it is so delicious. Like, yeah, of course. That's what I mean, like, like, like between you all, then getting drinks individually sometimes. Mm-hmm. Is this a really boring episode today? <laughs> <laughs> Should we crack on with the show? Because we've got, we've got a really good listeners letter coming up today, by the way. Oh, can I just say before Voice we do... Noted. Yeah, before we do, though, we just done Edinburgh Fringe. Oh, yeah. Do, is there anything you want to crack on about Edinburgh Fringe? I know, I know we talk a lot... I know we talked a lot about it on the actual episode, which is coming out in a few weeks. Yes, so our Edinburgh Fringe show, it will be out imminently. Yeah, do you know what? There's a lot to edit out of it, because do you know what? At a live show... I'm naughty. Danny's very, very I'm naughty. naughty. Very naughty. She's a naughty girl. Um, <laughs> so things have got a bit edited out. And do you know what? It's going to take Lucas about three weeks to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Won't take that long, but it'll be out. But thank you for everyone that came down to the Edinburgh Fringe show. Yeah. As always, live shows are great. We'll and chaos. 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 Uh, how was your live show uh, with your band the whole what, week? My Edinburgh Fringe five-star show. Yeah. Congratulations on your five-star show, by the way, at the Fringe. I don't like to mention it, but yeah, we got we got great results. Yeah. Um, you know what? Really fab. Really fab. Actually, not really fab. It was really fab. Yeah. But there was a few audience members that were just, like, really naughty. I was there one of the nights when it happened. Yeah. And... Like, just don't know how to behave. You had to kick them out. Yeah, I've not had to kick someone out of a show for years, but Edinburgh Fringe just had really naughty crowds. And didn't that happen on the Friday as well, sorry? Yeah, even more rowdy. I think because Friday night... That had been on the piss prior to coming to All your show. All day watching shows. It was a bit of a later show, yours as well. Like, well, not that late, but it's like quarter to what nine, yeah. ten, quarter to ten, twenty to ten. Yeah. So, <sighs> just is what it is, isn't it? Sometimes you just go to work, and sometimes you don't. <laughs> I just feel like, as the general public, should need to know how to act when somebody's performing on stage. Like, we we're kind of losing that, and I don't know why. But I do I say, blame the know, bodyguard I, in Manchester. I, well, <laughs> I, I, get, I get people involved in the show and I think that's where the lines get crossed. They think they're your mate and they think they can say and do shit like that, but they can't. Would you have an announcement prior to be like, only fucking get up on stage if you asked a dickhead? Maybe. Do you know what I mean? Oi, dickhead, do only you... get up on stage if you fucking asked you. Yeah. Maybe. Bloody hell. Right, well, anyway, Edinburgh yeah. Fringe Show is coming soon. Thank you for everybody who came to that. Um, I'm excited for this snack from all the way from across the world. Iceland, baby. I was asking all the Icelandic sexy goddesses and gods what I should be buying and bringing back. For right, so you friends. can't get this um, with Erika's owner and a brown ring in this country at Iceland, no? I think you'd be very hard sticks to find this in Iceland in the UK. Fab, brilliant. So if you want to get in touch with us, share a dilemma, a funny story or anything else, camp crazy or kooky, you can do that by emailing us letters at gossipgayspod.com. You can DM us where, Danny? At, at gossipgayspod. On all social media and you can get in touch via WhatsApp. Oh yeah, yeah. What's living that? in the future, living in the future. Um, <laughs> send text, voice notes particularly because as you can hear as, as I'm reading this script, I'm not very good at reading. Um, <laughs> if you wish to remain anon, just say and we'll never out you and we'll even disguise your voice. Yeah, I think we're doing really well today. Yeah. 
so far. So head over to this episode's description to find out more. What we're doing? Snack of the week. Oh my God, <laughs> you are not ready for this week's snack of the week. Oh baby, it's snack of the week time. Now you've actually hyped this up, so if this isn't fucking top tier God's gift snack of the week, I'm going to cry. So, this week's snack of the week mm. is brought to you all the way from Iceland. International, not, not the shop. Not the shop, the, the country. Okay, the, city, the country. I nearly called it a city. I have to say, Iceland was lovely. I saw a gay sir. How gay was he, sir? Very gay, sir. <laughs> he squirted fucking water right at the fucking his asshole in the sky. <laughs> he douched in front of us. <laughs> Honest to God, this gay sir thing, it's this natural hot water that like Does it stink? douches out of the sky. Does it stink? Into the sky every eight minutes. I did. Stinks it back. Ooh, I hate it when it's it's the it's the most stinks beautiful country I've ever been, but I swear to God, you turn the tap on and you're like, poor eggy. Really? The <laughs> yeah. water's eggy? Babe, everything is silver. Can you drink that? It's apparently the nicest and best water that you can drink in the whole wide world. Egg water. <laughs> I'm not drinking no oh egg water. Oh my God, you could boil an egg in it. That is disgusting. No, ah. so surely, it, so it doesn't have a taste, just a smell. Well, I was in a very nice hotel, thank you to the bookers. Um, <laughs> I was in the only five-star hotel in Iceland. Right. And they filter their water and it was the nicest water. Freezing cold, fresh, run through a fucking mountain, heavy on... Right, okay, got you. Do you know you. what I mean? Yeah. Buxton. Yeah. This tap water, sommelier level. Right, got you, okay. I didn't try it anyway. I was scared of getting a, a dicky belly, but Kai tried it. <laughs> you, you were scared to try the filtered water? I don't drink tap water in every, any country I visit. I don't usually. Any any country. But why is that you can't? Because when I was a kid, I had the shits in Spain. I, I sh- I've fully shut myself for I, a I'm week. I'm talking not just... Not just sick, a full-blown Simonella. I did it in the pool. <laughs> you shit in the pool? I couldn't get out quick enough when I was younger, yeah. What, was it just brown clouds? Brown clouds. <laughs> Kids were screaming. It was horrible. I was so embarrassed. I'd have been so embarrassed. So since then, I don't drink the tap water. I don't drink the tap no. water. Anyway, tap water aside. Yeah. I got two things. Okay. Do you want sweet or savoury first? I think savoury first, then finish on sweet. <laughs> right. This week's f- <laughs> snack of the week, we have to try it. It's an Icelandic delicacy. Oh, it's called hard fish core. No. No. Yep. Mm. Everyone's doing it. It's 84% protein. It's oh. fish. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, it's fish jerky. It's dried fish. Natural product of Iceland. You are joking. No, I'm not. And that, apparently this is really tasty. And I don't, it's nice with butter on I it. I don't eat fish. Well, you will today, baby. It looks like... Um, I've seen you eat a fish finger and I've seen you eat fried fish from the chippy. You're not getting out of eating this snack of the week. It looks like cotton wool, like pressed down. Yeah, well, this is fishermen go to fishing near the coast of Iceland. Right. And then they dehydrate the fish. Piles with fresh fillets. Okay. Which then they dry... Yeah. Freeze dry to preserve almost all of the protein and the nutrition, giving us this uniquely healthy and notorious. Nutri- sorry, it's hard for me to translate from Icelandic to English. <laughs> <laughs> Nutritious product. There's no bones in it, surely. No. You've opened it once, and I can actually smell it. You've sealed the bag. So, if you've ever it. if you've ever kept goldfish, you will know this smell from, <laughs> from when you feed them. Oh, it smells like fish food. A little. Have you tried, Danny, have you oh, tried this a... all of it? Oh. 
Uh, it's, it's, just, me. it's like a big fish crisp. That's yours. Take it from me, go on. It's like a big fish crisp. Oh, oh my no, God, that stinks. smells now. Come on! Danny, this stinks, I'm Come sorry. On. Actually, also, the, the goldfish food, that's an accurate description. It really smells like oh, that. Oh, it's... Are you sure this is right, this for human to, consumption? We've all got to finish our piece. Is this for human consumption? It's, this is lost in sleep. Why have I got the biggest piece? I'm You've not finished. I'm piece. not finishing this piece. Everybody's got to finish their piece. I'm tasting I'll finish it. Finish the piece. I'm not finishing it. <laughs> I actually, I don't, this smells knocking me sick a bit. Come on, after three, right. everyone. One, One two, two, three. I can't bite through it. You sure this is edible? Mm. Uh, I can't. Tastes like Get fishy wood. Uh, Come no, on, you've got to put it in no, you. No, I can't. Oh, oh, oh. No. When you get it in, it's actually nice. Stop it. Danny, have you bit down Enjoy. on this? Let it rehydrate got... in your mouth. Oh, God. I can't get any... No, it stinks of fit. It's fucking disgusting. Mine's so hard, I genuinely can't bite through it. Everyone feel... in Iceland's offended. I feel like you can't eat we this. Can't. This is it's actually not nice. I like it. You don't like it, you're a liar. Oh, God. That is the worst knack of weed we have you know ever what? done. It's actually okay. You're disgusting. Oh, oh, oh. I think with butter on that would be nice. Oh, it's like it's like eating sawdust, but fishy. It's disgusting. Don't bin it. I'll yeah, keep it in my yeah. bag. No, no, you no. You have it, you have it. Get it in, I'm going to have this at <coughs> the barbecue. Oh, do you want a bit in my mouth as well? Oh, no, I don't. That was horrible. I don't know how you're eating that. It's actually quite nice. It's, it's very fishy and smelly. Let it rehydrate in your mouth. My it, mouth's like the Sahara Desert after this weekend, girl. That was like, <sighs> that did taste like a pet shop. No, I think it's nice. It was like, yeah, no. It tastes like a pet shop smells. Sorry, Iceland, but I'm not into your fish jerky. Well, it's traditional Icelandic dried fish. Are we giving this a, a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Absolutely fucking two thumbs to the ground. Now the studio smells of fish. Well, you know what? It's 84% protein. It's good for you, and I love it. So thank you, Iceland. <laughs> what? Now, get me onto the sweets. Come on, something good now. Now, this is proper Icelandic licorice. Oh, oh no, they make fab. it with fish. Now, what? They make it with fish, oh no. No, they don't. <laughs> I love licorice. Make sure toilet. Oh, God. God. Thank you. Oh, it's proper black. Oh, mm. you got a big fat bit then. Wow. Oh, yeah. Love licorice, me. Love it. Do you want some more? No, oh, I'm fine with this one, thank you. No, well, I'd like to do with that. What? Put it in a nice bottle of absolute vodka and Ooh. let it all dissolve. Yeah. Oh, wow. Turn it into a shot. I used to do that with um, gummy bears, but if you don't mm. buy them like once, they don't soak it up, they just melt. And I ended up with like this thick gummy Boom. vodka. Yeah. That Very nice. Good. That's actually I, really nice licorice. I love licorice. The I don't best like licorice in the world. Is I that, don't like sambuca, you know, though. Is Iceland known for licorice? Yeah. Yeah, they are now. I don't know that. Licorice wants to try it. Yeah. Pass it out front. I love it when we get international delicacies. I to love try. international delicacies. There you go, love. Mm. What a fun snack of the week. That was gorgeous. Thank you, Danny. The fish was hanging. Licorice. I could eat the whole bag. I'm actually really stressed out by that fish. Yeah. Why? Oh, horrible. That was a really awful experience. Fucking horrible. No, it was lovely. <laughs> right, we'll be back with your listeners' letters after this short little ad break. Make sure you listen, because it pays our bills. Yeah, go on, love. Mm -hmm. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back. Woo! Did that make you jump? Yeah. Did that make you jump then? A little bit, yeah. Well, you should be listening better than that than you was. You wouldn't jump, would you? So, welcome back. This is where we now, during the show, one moment. Sorry, that fish just wants to say hello. If there's one thing your eggy burps didn't need, it was fish. I don't have eggy burps at the moment, thank you, Sam. And it's a fucking side effect of the Ozempic. If you were fat, you would know about it, but you're not so right. You keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. <clears throat> I'm just putting the staff back in the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, Sam. I love you. Thanks. Mm. Uh, this is the part of the show where we try and basically tell you how to live your life, answer your problems, your dilemmas, yeah. your mm-hmm. queries, your yeah. questions, and give you advice for anything, basically, that you send us. And this week, we've got a what? We've got a voice note, baby. Uh, yeah, but hopefully they're not, like, in shit American. Um, <laughs> this... Voice note, Berlin. N- uh, Berlin not approached. Let's get it played. Let's get it played and hear what this bitch wants. You've got it in front of you, Darren. How do I? Hi, guys. I don't have a specific question, but I just want to speak, ask for some advice. I've been living in Berlin for a year for my Erasmus year, and I'm leaving in literally less than two weeks. And, you know, Berlin, the clubbing scene is known for, like, the sexual openness, with sexuality and stuff like that. And I've been here for the whole year and I, I my, my confidence has grown a lot, but like I have never my whole life ever been, a, ever been approached by someone who finds me attractive in a club in any setting at all. And I do find it, it hurts me a lot. Like it actually really hurts my ego like quite a lot. And I, I remember speaking to this guy who I'm kind of dating, I told him about it and he was like, oh, I'm really surprised by that. But it's like, it actually really, really has does hurt me. And, like, I've been here for a whole year, and, like, people, you know, there's certain class of people just have sex in the open. And I, it's not like a... And I feel like... I feel actually so embarrassed when I go to these clubs. I spend my 20 euros to get in, and I just kind of get nothing. Like, yeah, like... I, I don't really know what, what, what else can I do. I do approach guys. I approach guys, you know, give them my eye. 
and they just literally look at you and they look away and never want to give you eye contact again and you can sit there and be like oh well they could they could be straight because a lot of uh, Berlin clubs like you kind of have to look gay for when you're a man to get in so like, these guys because you just be dressing gay but honestly really just like it really upsets me like you see some gay guys getting off of each other and like what is wrong with me like why like, what do I actually look that bad and I just I guess what I'm asking is like how do I deal with being not the most desirable gay person when it comes to the gay scene when it comes to returning to the gay scene in the UK like without kind of feeling embarrassed about it how do I move forward how do I actually become the one that someone actually wants I guess I guess that's my question, but thank you for listening. Uh, do you know what I think here? This, I think there's an you're putting an expectation in your head of of, of the scene and the clubs that you're going to. Hmm. If you want to go and have, and I also think a lot of it is like the aura that you give off. Yeah. No. Yeah, hundred percent. When I've been in that environment in the past, I've been awkward and not given off the right vibe for people to approach me, and I don't think it's anything to do with how I look, and I think. You're putting everything back down to how you look, which I'm, I'm the, speaking to the fucking, you're preaching to the fucking choir. Yeah. When, because I'm the same, but I think it's a confidence thing and I think, I don't think you should be putting an expectation upon yourself like that going into these clubs. Or yeah. don't go to them clubs. Unless you want to go and have sex in them clubs and then you, you know, approach people. Yeah, I think I think it's it's all about the confidence. Who said that? Is it Doc Wan? Doc Wan said it's all about the confidence, right? And do you know, it's true. Because I've been to a, a few of these places in Berlin and... Have you? Other bits Did you and get bobs. approached in Berlin? To begin with, no. But that's because I was walking around like a deer in headlights and I didn't know what to do. I was nervous. And I was probably giving off the bad vibe energy. The second time I went, I knew what to expect. I knew what I was doing. I was in there 24 hours. <laughs> I 24 it. hours? No, it was probably about 12 hours, but <gasps> it was fab. In, like, a, in a sex club, 12 hours? You girl, must have It's not a club, it's a warehouse. What? It was like homo block, but ma- massive like homo block. And it was just everywhere. How many people in there? I was, I think, the 15,000 person in there, something like that. And everyone was having sex. That's what it was 15, there for. 15,000. They wrote a number on me, I think 15. Like, because you get a number as you go in. It's a bit weird, actually. A bit weird energy, like getting a number as you're going into a place. But that's so... Um, if you die, you know. No, you, they take your phones off you and you're not allowed your wallets and you put all your clothes in a big bag and then you pay on exit. So they just take your number at the bar, which is written on you, and then add that to your bill as, as you leave. It's a good idea, oh, that's actually. Cool. There's no cameras in there, no pictures, no nothing. Because everybody's shagging. But this person, do you know what? You just need to give off the confident, I'm here, I'm queer, and I'm ready for a dick. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just, just give off that energy. And I am nothing but a hole, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. But I do feel bad because I remember back in the day, I when I first went out clubbing, I never got any attention. No one approached me for a kiss or a snog or mm. nothing. And I hated it, actually. Um... So, yeah, I, I understand where this person's coming from because it took a while. I remember the first time I kissed somebody in the club, I was like 14, 24 or something. Stone or age? Well, I was 24 stone when I started to go out. And then when I hit 24 <laughs> and, and like, yeah. So, yeah, bless. 
I don't really know what else to say here because I feel like there's a lot to really unpick. And I feel like you've given yourself this timeline, I've lived here a year and not done this certain thing that everyone expects me to do. But I just think break down these expectations and look at the look at the other good things that you've done and that you've achieved while you've been there. Yeah. It's not all about sex, darling. It's it's not, not everyone likes to do sex that way. No. Some people like to do sex the traditional way. Yeah, cruising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on a beach, in the dark, with exactly. torch. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this is good advice or not. I just think if you, if you are looking for sex and you want to go to this sex club... You, there's loads of them. Are you, are you just trying one particular one? Maybe try another one. Why don't you go into the dark room areas? Like, it's a, it's a fucking free-for-all in there, love. I don't know if that's what you're into, but everyone's touching everyone. Like, let's get real. I think just take the positives from your experience in your year in Berlin and stop hyper-focusing on the things that you've not done. Yeah. And I, I it, you can't say for definite it's because of the way you look. Because mm. I I will bet nine times out of ten it's it's the confidence that you're giving off and the and the the aura that you're giving off, which is that you're awkward in these spaces, and that's fine, you still can be. Yeah. Just look at the positives, and I think, move on. 100%. And don't let this, like, ruin your year away. Like, yeah. it's not all, like, a sex club in Berlin. So what, you've lived in Berlin for a year, like, you're achieving yeah. amazing stuff by the sounds of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't focus on this one little aspect. Yeah. And, and if you are gagging for it, go to a sauna. Well, it's the same vibe. Anyway, listen, <laughs> I feel like we're going in a loop. So if you two want to send your letters to us, yeah. please do. We've got WhatsApp. We've got all of that. Emails. You know how to do it. We're here to help you debate those dilemmas and bring peace to you and the rest of the queer community. Namaste. The Gossip Gaze. Hello, Sam. How are you? Hello. I'm all right. I'm just about recovered from Pride. Can that we vape in this long. new studio? Sorry, guys. Can we vape in here? No, we're not allowed, are we? Right, Dan's just going under the table because she's dropped a, um, a Zempic. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam, yeah, it was your first Pride. What what did you think about it? It was great. I had a great what, time. What, your first Pride? What are you on about? Oh, I yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Have you, you not listened? said it every week on the podcast. Yeah, I didn't listen to the ones I'm not in. Oh, she's not? <laughs> no, great. I don't like doing that. Fab. No, I did, I did, but I got bored, so Fair. well done. Nice episodes, guys, I have to say, well done. Thank you. Very fab. hard to do without me here, I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, fab, thank you. <laughs> so, all right, we got it in the bag, and I'm sure all you lovely listeners tuned in as well, didn't you, you bastards? But, <laughs> wow. but it was great, I had a really good time. Um, really lived sort of like Rat Girl Summer fantasy on a Sunday. What's Rat Girl Summer? You know, I heard of Rat Girl Summer. Rat Girl Summer is all about just like scurrying around, having little snacks, having a fun time. Rat Girl, you make up some weird fucking. I've not made that. Is a, everyone's talking about Rat Girl Summer on? Oh, thanks, Sam. You're keeping us so hip and trendy. Yeah, <laughs> so young, Sam. This is yeah. like a whole thing. Yeah, people are like that. Um, Hot Girl Summer's over. It's all about Rat Girl Summer now. That was like a whole, a whole thing. Right. If you can tell, Tan, t- t- Sam is a Tory. And a young oh, Tory at that. <laughs> no, I don't think Rat Girl Summer's Tory. I think no, it is. It's not. Well, I think no, it's... all the melody. I can't speak today. Are you okay? I'm malfunctioning. <laughs> you... So, one of my um, friends was the event organiser for Pride, so I managed to get a backstage pass. I saw you guys. We were yeah, running around yes. getting free drinks. Yes. It was great. It was in the pit for the Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah, it was the best fab. day. Honestly, it really was. It was fantastic. What was your highlight? Seeing Danny Beard and the amazing band. 
No, actually, no joke. It was really good. It was, it was phenomenal. Yeah, um, really also, good. your Fringe show was incredible as well. Oh, thank Generally, you. Generally, um, like I thought the band was incredible. They were all lovely as well. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I had a great time. I really enjoyed it. Well, what news have you got for me this week, darling? Um, Thank you, baby. Yeah, tell me your news. Please say it's good news. We need good news. We're I want all, good news. I want good news. Down where we've drank too much or oh, partied too hard. Come on, please tired. be good. Please. Yeah. Be good. Well, actually, so speaking of uh, pride, were we a fan of um, our steps icons? Overpride. Oh, so Claire, we had Claire Lisa Scott Richard. Lee, Claire, uh, Claire Richards, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I will say it was very, very humbling to see Claire from Steps doing my old gig at Via, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but you know yeah. what? Jokes aside, they really were my icons as kids, so yeah. anything they do, they can do. And yeah. I will, I'll support it till the cows come home. You bought uh, Lisa Scott. Leon for the main stage as well. I saw well, you chatting. I actually chatting. woke up to some messages in my inbox off Lisa Scott Lee. Tell you what. Where are you? I She's miss stop you. it. She's party steps. Yeah. She, she loves was out steps. partying on yeah. the Monday, inviting me out for drinks. <laughs> Love while that. I was fucking in bed with, with fucking half a Chinese around me. Fab. <laughs> anyway, go on. Why? Well, so, anyway, um, <clears throat> they obviously got back together as steps. Mm-hmm. Um, for a gig at Brighton Pride, and that's like their only gig as a band this year. Um, and I, I did think, especially when I saw Lisa Scott Lee, that I was like, "Oh, Steps are never getting back together," because she was really pushing her solo stuff. Uh, Claire Richards is also pushing her solo album, which just came out, Euphoria, I think it's called. Yeah, it's full of covers, I think. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's a cover album. But very interestingly, she also um, hinted that. She wants the band to get back together again. Who, Lisa? Um, Claire Richards. Well, I was going to say, Lisa's always saying it. Saying what? We'll get back together, we're back together, we're back together. The band, the band. Lisa loved the band. Lisa was heartbroken when the band broke up. Right. Well, Claire Richards apparently all for the band. She right. said that they did that Brighton gig and she said, it's not a breakup, I don't even call it a hiatus. Um, they said that they're going to step away to rest rejuvenate, but within the next couple of years, they plan on coming back. Oh, I don't doubt it. I think they'll be back again. They'll never go away. They'll be they'll be like Abba doing doing holograms this time in fucking thirty years. I'm telling you. <laughs> you reckon? Oh yeah. We'll see H with his little curtains from when he was younger dancing around stage on a hologram. That'll be, fab. That'll be good. We'll see them do like Abba Voyage slash steps. Yeah. yeah. I I didn't realise how like obviously the new steps were like successful. I didn't realise they had thirteen top five singles. Girl, they are, they are massive. massive, you know. It's nuts. Massive. Even the new stuff that no one really listened to. I'm sorry to say it. Everyone listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? People listen to it. Yeah. But they were both great at Pride. I would love to see... I'd love to see all the steps at Pride. What? My, we can't afford them. Man. Brighton, pay, Brighton paid for them. <laughs> yeah, Brighton paid for them. We can't afford them. <laughs> um, something else. Uh, Sadiq Khan has announced additional funding for LGBTQ plus shelters. Hmm. In London, right. Well, what when, do you want? You don't what? You not have? You don't approve of that? Of when, course, of course, I do. When we see it, then we'll believe it, darling. Okay. Well, so right. Basically, twenty million got put towards homelessness in London. Um, a chunk of that has been put aside for the outside project. Have you ever heard of the outside project? No. no. So they are basically like a um, community shelter centre and domestic abuse refuge in London, um, focusing on LGBTQ plus people. Right, um, right. And this money is going to go to them to actually help open up a new shelter. How much money? 
Do we know that figure? No, I don't know. That. Right, well, I don't trust it because they've not released the figure. <laughs> no, I think they'll do it, and it's, it is some good news, but I just I feel so, like, worn down with politics at the minute, mm. with all of it. I don't trust none of them. I don't like none of them. Labour aren't supporting trans people. Labour are trash. Labour aren't really Labour no more. Tories are just Tory, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Tories are rat girls. <laughs> they just scurry around, eating yeah. shit, taking it for themselves. Yeah, that was breeding. me backstage at yeah. Pride, not breeding. Yeah. Breeding. Yeah. Good news. Yeah. Well done, Sadiq okay. Khan. Let's see it. In, let's see it in action, motherfucker. Well, <laughs> anyway, I think you should look at um, the Outside Project in London as well because oh, they yeah, are we'll a really out. cool foundation. Um, and like I said, they do a lot um, for LGBT people. What? What? What you shade? It's a really lovely foundation, and I put. I said, "What, what shade?" shade? <laughs> I was being funny, but obviously my funny oh. today isn't very funny. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. Let me try again. We. I'm not going to do politics. I tried. I thought it would be good. I thought it would be enjoyable. Um, instead, um, I've got a question. <laughs> do you guys get hornier when you're on holiday? Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. It's the heat. It's the heat. So this is a topic that I've come back to a few times, and that's just because I find it really interesting. So I'm sorry that this is the third time that I brought it up. Um, but you know how I spent too much time researching those lists for dildos that aren't dildos? Yeah. Because the, like, the information didn't exist out there. Um, well, someone's now done the research and there's been a study on what dildos are being used as dildos. No, what things aren't dildos being used as dildos, specifically on holiday. Oh, okay. Because what's happening is... What? You you, don't, you forget to take the dills with you? Here's the thing. So, um... I always pack. I always pack my dills, everything. Do you? Yeah. The dills. The dills, the douche, the fibre tablets, the prep. The poppers. The poppers. The lot. The lot. Well, here's you, the thing. You've got a bag just full of clones on stuff. Honest to God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Danny needs two bags, one for the sex ties, yep. one for the outfits. I take the lot. So here's the thing. There's a lot of impromptu dildos being used because apparently half of Brits, almost half of Brits, feel hornier on holiday, but only a quarter have only ever taken a sex toy on holiday. Right. Only a quarter. Rookie mistake, girls, gays and nays. Well, apparently, like, the reason um, people don't want it to is because they're scared of it getting... um, found in like their baggage by security or if they're taking a hold on they're scared of someone finding it oh. I saw another reason saying that they're scared of it going off if it vibrates going off it's like not that. gonna blow the plane up blow fucking hell is that <laughs> fucking strong <laughs> I wanna know what dildo you've got if you think it's gonna blow the plane up well another reason I want it blowing my hole <laughs> another reason that um, people aren't taking their sex toys abroad is because uh, they said there's not enough space and it's like Oh, and if you go in IB for Come two on, days, girl, how big is it? you don't need to take oh. your 10-inch top replica dildo just for Tenerife, do you? Yeah, like? you know, take your fisting toy to fucking Grand Canary Pride for three days. <laughs> they are like that, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan's doing an impression of one. <laughs> That's quite a good one, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I found this research very affirming. One, because I felt less weird for having done my own research mm. and making those lists for this podcast. But also, it was all the same items, the exact same ones. What, cucumber, 
that vegetables, Toothbrush. kitchen utensils is a really common one. Oh, I'm um, never using the kitchen utensils that, in a half board ever again. Well, this is the thing, right? If you're using like the wooden spoon and the spatula at home, whatever. wooden spoon, fuck off. That putting that up, your that was batty. on the list for me. What in the fucking Victorian sense is <laughs> going on? But if you're doing that abroad, you don't know where that's been. At least if you got it IKEA, you know it's just been IKEA in your house, not and for me. Wherever else you put it. I've probably never said this on the podcast, but years ago, my friend, female, didn't take anything on holiday with her and she used a shore deodorant bottle. Oh. Have you ever seen a shore deodorant bottle? Yeah. Right, the very the nicely shaped, it right? Curves at the the cap. cap. The cap can come off. Came off. Up a fanny. Oh, my God. She let it out. In a kebab. <gasps> she couldn't get it out. Oh, she have to go to where you need to get it out. Scoop it out. It took about half an hour to scoop it out. Oh, my God. Scoop it out. She was sore. She was what? She was sore. Yeah, but how are yeah. they scooping that out? She's got long nails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, so she scooped out herself? Yeah. Oh, I would my hate that. God. She panicked. She panicked. No, it wasn't the person you think. But anyway, so the, um, the reason I'm saying it is you should always take care when you've put in things that shouldn't be up somewhere, up somewhere. You hear about it yeah. in like... I'm what just is saying, it? you don't want to have to go on holiday to Spain and be like, I accidentally fell on this gnome. Yeah. No way. I remember. Have you just been to Spain, Danny? Yeah. That felt like a very specific example. It's very hard to say in Spanish, okay? (laughs) Perdón. (laughs) Perdón. I fell on this gnome. (laughs) Perdón. Perdón. Anyway, what's on the top of just kitchen utensils and dildos? um, Kitchen utensils and vegetables. They're the biggest right, ones. Well, write in and tell us what you're using this week for a dildo that's not meant to be a dildo. It also feels very relevant because this week we've got all those Brits stuck abroad, probably coming up with their own impromptu dildos right now. I couldn't think about worse than thinking a typical Brit abroad using a wooden spoon up the fucking south. <laughs> I'd rather, honestly, that's Hetty Room 101. Yeah, <laughs> big, bright, pink, fat fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Looking like pigs with sticks up their asses. Right. Disgusting. Let's move on. I'm not going to lie, girls. We're out of time for today. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank Sam. you, everybody. We'll be back we'll on... We'll be back tomorrow. No, Monday. Oh, yeah, Monday. Whenever. Listen, we're hungover. Yeah. We're hungover and we've done this for you. Oh. We hope if you're too... If you're... We hope if you two are feeling... See you later, everybody. We hope you're okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> 5 years younger. In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. United Kingdom, 12 points. Finally, 12 points to the United Kingdom. 12 
points go to the United Kingdom. Apologies for interrupting your podcast, but we wanted to tell you about our show that we think you might enjoy. We're Rob and James, the hosts of the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. Join us every week as we build up to this year's contest in Malmö in Sweden. We'll be chatting to the artists, the fans and the people behind the world's biggest TV spectacular. And here's a taste of what you can expect. If the BBC rang you, Petra, to come and host a a show, would you do it? In a heartbeat. I mean, our ambition is to win and for it to be another watershed moment for Eurovision for the UK. Queen Lorene, Eurovision winner. Did you ever think you would be back here again? I get goosebumps. No way! Just search The Eurotrip wherever you listen to podcasts.